like them. Hey guys, welcome back to a live episode of Nerds It Around. Yes, you just saw the Kickstarter for the Ascendant. We have the link in the description. So we're just giving those guys a shout out because again, they got some push rewards. We're gonna go over those in a second. But um, I'm your host Sebastian. That's your boy Law. And your boy Tone from across the hall. And yes, yeah, so tonight we are talking about the Mandalorian. Actually, it's a recap episode. Um, so, Tom, bring us in with spoilers, real quick, please. Here's of course, as we discuss all spoilers, that means that Tony Stark has died. Yes, exactly. So, no excuses. You guys got your warning. Yes. So I'm um, pretty much so we're gonna be talking about the Mandalorian. We're gonna go into a nice little recap of the first two episodes. Um, Nerds around will now be live on Tuesdays with recorded episodes on Fridays. Quick housekeeping right there for you guys. Um, but first up, as you saw, we showed the Ascendant Kickstarter video. So one of our guests tonight, who's gonna be talking about the Mandalorian with us, we want you to give it up for the one, the only Alexander Sapunzis. Hey, hey. What's going on? I feel like you can this thing right now on my uh, feed. So <laughs> I feel like I haven't uh, haven't seen you, heard from you in so it's long. Been a, it's been a long time, dude. Dude, yeah. man. Yeah, like a oh. couple of days. No. <laughs> yeah. So Alex, um, before we bring on our next guest, please, um, as it was a plug in the beginning for the Ascendant, please yes. go over everything right now for everyone who's um, listening about the Ascendant currently right now, what you guys are doing with the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. so I, first of all, I want to thank everybody in this group just, just because of what you guys have done for us. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, we, we, we got 100% at, on one day. And and then we started platforming because so I guess wild. Like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then like I guess somewhere on like early like you know first week of November there was like some something with these two old guys. I don't know what the hell was going on. And everything just kind of plateaued. So we're trying to we're trying to pick up the steam because now we we funded issue four. Issue four is done. I actually just packaged a review copy that I might be giving out. But um we we want to do issue five. We want to finish the series eventually with issue seven. So the more traction we can get, the better. Uh, one thing we're doing too, just because you know it's November and this Friday is Friday the thirteenth. What we're gonna do is anybody who's backed us from this point on until Friday gets a free comic. We we're not gonna say what it is, but definitely if you haven't backed us now, back us. If you've already backed us, definitely give it. Throw us some more money. You'll get issue five as well as issue four, and you might get a you know watch. You know you will get a free book. Yeah, the sweet in the pot right here. Like, we're you know what it is. We've got all this stuff. We can't go out to shows. We want to just give it out to people. You know, so, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's looking to give you the garage, guys. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and especially like our first stretch goal is um, we're we're giving away some some cool stickers, um, and we're talking about new variant covers. So um, it hasn't popped, we haven't put it up yet, but we're going to be asking the community which variant covers you want. I was considering a few ideas for variant covers that I personally would draw. So if anybody's interested in something from me, hit us up. You know, you'll get something really interesting. Uh, we were even thinking like a damn heroes type of thing. So if you're a fan of damn heroes, you could get a, potentially a uh, a damn heroes variant. So um, we're gonna go. It's, it's it's law. So, so we're gonna talk. Yeah. Sorry. So we're going to touch up back up on that because, again, the link is there in the description, guys. Make sure you check out The Ascendant. Our next guest, because we don't want to keep him waiting in the back room anywhere with us. Um, Because, again, we want everyone to get into The Mandalorian right now because The Mandalorian, The Ascendant, and also, too, what dropped was this album that this man put together called The Agenda. Yes. Let's yeah. give it up for Lou Seif. 
Yo, what's going yeah. on? Hey, how's going on? How's everybody? Chilling, man. Good to see you. Last time we saw you, I believe you were moving, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we were. I was packing up the studio and everything. <laughs> it was wild. Oh man, that, that yeah. box is life. Like these two know. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that box is life was real. <laughs> Welcome to Jersey, gentlemen. Welcome to Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, Jersey outnumbers Yo. Bronx on this call. Yo, just to let so you know. Wild. I was just going to say, I'm like, wait, I can't believe I'm actually just rooting for Jersey now. Damn. <laughs> I've been here too long. <laughs> Never thought that would happen. Listen, listen, you got me here saying that, like, we get some pretty solid pizza. And, like, I've only been here for about two days. But the pizza that I get in my area is really good. Uh, yeah, that is that is the one saving grace of Jersey. You can get some decent pizza. And yeah. bagels. So, so Lou. Um, before we get into the episode about the Mandalorian, you dropped the agenda 2020. How has that been? Tell us more about the agenda. And for the, everyone watching, you can actually get the links in the description. Lou, yes. go ahead. So, uh, yeah, I dropped the agenda. I'd say um, right at the beginning of the pandemic, um, you know, I just had a bunch of songs uh, sitting there. And I was just like, listen, what? better to do than release music for people to listen to while they're all sitting there at home. So uh, the agenda, like I said, uh, I go by Lou Seif. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, everything. Uh, Lou Seif, L-U with the hyphen and Seif. Um, find me on Instagram, obviously, uh, Lou Seif NY. Um, you know, I still rep the NY, even though I now live in New Jersey. Uh, you know, people try to play me on that, but I'm just like, bro, the spirit's still there. Don't try and play me. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, it was, it was an exciting project. Um, I worked with vital signs, who is a, a great producer from Brooklyn. Um, he actually worked on the, the Wu-Tang, um, Mice of Men documentary soundtrack. So luckily I have him in my corner, always throwing me stuff so I can just kind of play with it as I see fit. Um, and yeah, this album was really just, it was cool, kind of relaxed, grown hip hop with a little bit of a jazz feel to it and a little bit of a, uh, I'd say a step back into the nineties a little bit without, without being too boom back. Um, you know, I like to sing a little bit and, you know, give give somebody a little head bop. That's that's really what I'm about. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, you know, while you're an adult handling your business, you know, not of the the new music doesn't really have that. So I'm trying to fill that void for those of us who love hip hop and really want to be able to, you know, experience it in the lives, everyday lives that we have. So, yeah, man. Thank you guys so much oh, for coming. Thank on. you for coming on, bro. Yeah, by the <laughs> way, that Again, for everything. Yeah, That's the Kickstarter. Right? I hit my hat on the mic. It was it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who wants to know what Lewis talked about, go ahead check out the Kickstarter in the description for the Ascendant, and also too in the description is the links to Lou's album, the Agenda. Check them both out. But now we're gonna get into the meats and bones of this of what you guys have come for, which is the Mandalorian. We are now in season two, episode one and two have dropped. How have you guys been feeling with the opening of the season? <clears throat> Dude. Oh it's man, Pedro, Pedro Pascal's back. Yo, it's <laughs> so aching. Like I can't, I can't imagine the back pain, the aspirins. Yo, get this man some icy hot to take. Star Wars, fucking live action franchise <laughs> on this man's back. Like it's, 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 it's he he almost gonna crush him. Like his head got crushed in Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> yo, bro, that's that's why he got the helmet. 
I love how the Mandalorian opening sets the tone, just like similar, like season one, how we got that opening. Season two, again, no shits given. The Mandalorian did his shit. How did you guys feel about this opening? Yo, like the <laughs> fact that the, that the child just knows now, like yeah. he just he just looks and goes, "Oh, okay." He's like, yeah, cool. he's about open. to go down." Yo, yeah. <laughs> like he's like, "Oh, dad is about to go to work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this relationship that they have that's blossoming is like unbelievable. I think it, it adds so, so much more to it, you know. Yeah. Even though he doesn't even say a word. And barely, you know, Mandalorian barely says a word. It's right, like, yeah. like we came here, we're chopping meat. Uh, yeah, okay, Daddy, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll be in the playpen. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only person you've ever read okay. Lone Wolf and Cub or watch Shogun Assassin? I know yeah. Shogun Assassin. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. This is Shogun Assassin in Star Wars. So for me, I'm like, I was right in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna write that down. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like if, if like in the next episode, like Jizz was on was like doing a soundtrack or something. <laughs> Yo, I would lose yeah. my mind. <laughs> But with John Favreau, you can't like. Not yeah, yeah. It. He, like, he can just pull him up. It's a very real possibility. He's been playing aces. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it, it, there was just this tone, and again, it, it sets the tone. It has that Western feel. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I love that the Shogun Assassin feels. No fucks given. Um, rest in peace, John Lake Wazamo, because Ooh. shout out because oh, that's who he played was um Gore Kesh. Yeah, and it was like it's just. I think we saw some foreshadowing when you saw the red eyes just in that whole like shadows right there. I was like, oh, it was so funny because like I was looking at the IMDb and I was like, I was like, oh, oh, it like took me like way longer than it should have. And I was so like excited and happy. But then I was like, oh, man, oh, oh, no. That show just gets so many one-off cameos and just, mm -hmm. like just do it whatever you know. Yeah. Like we have the the guy, the stormtroopers from 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 last season. Yeah. We have Wazama this season. You know, uh, you know, just all the just all the the random celebrities that just want to be in a Star Wars they thing. Just yeah. be in, Star Wars. in a good Star Wars thing. In a good Star Wars <laughs> thing. Yes. No, and yeah. what's what's funny with with Wazama, like I didn't even even knowing he was in it, I couldn't recognize him. Yeah, it was like, like I'm like sitting there listening, like I don't hear it, like Mark Hamill. I heard after, right. but him, I even knowing it was him, I'm like that doesn't sound like him. I mean, that just shows that like was Alma right there, but yeah. Well, it yeah, was, I mean, it's like when he when he played the the character from Spawn, right? You could you could see it was him, right? You had the yeah. he had the whole you know the mouth thing that he does, and and then I didn't I didn't even know until you guys told me that because yeah. I heard the voice. And I was just like, I know that voice. I know that voice. I know that voice because I grew up idolizing him. Oh, and exactly. Then, thank you guys for letting me know because I didn't even realize that. Was him. Well, I mean, it's straight up like House of Buggin', you know. So. <laughs> well, it shows that um yeah. in the onset too, the practical effects that have gone into this show. They, they they don't really depend too much on the CGI or everything. There's a lot of practical effects that has gone into the creatures, the the different yeah. races, and you see that in both episode one and two, and the same thing in season one. And that shows you like all that makeup and everything that they mm -hmm. did for Gore Cash. It's like, and then you can't really tell it was John Leguizamo, but that's John Leguizamo. Yeah. I was like, holy! Sh I was like, holy shit! I'm blown that's away. That's that Disney money though. 
Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. we can seamlessly go from that's practical that, to uh, like, that's successful Disney money. Yeah. He's going to be on this all, all show. 100%. But we also get some Easter eggs because now we go back to tattooing. Yeah, never the original home plate. Yep. <laughs> could leave Tatooine. There's so many goddamn planets. Like, if I had a nickel for every time Tatooine showed up, I'd be worried. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have Star Wars money. Always there. But yes, we do go back to Tatooine. And, uh, uh, Tatooine go- is interesting just because we know that uh, Boba Fett was casted. So yeah. I was interested to see how we're going to do it. Now, obviously, we get to that point at the end of that episode, which was an amazing fucking reveal. Well, uh, we got we to wait. We got to wait. We got to wait. We do I already gave the warning. Yo, we're on episode two. but That's episode one. There's no spoiler warning. It already happened. So, all right. First of all, just getting back to Tatooine and like – what was the reaction just going like, all right, he's going to track down another Mandalorian. Seeing the suit and being like, the f- That's like, you know, That was some ADD right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I care nothing about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do whatever for the suit. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one thing, though. Like, for me, watching season one, the way the Mandalorian moved always rem- – this is going to be a, a, weird, a, a weird thing, though. It always reminded me the way he moved of um, Timothy Oliphant in uh, uh, Justified. The way the Mandalorian walked was very similar to me to that. And for whatever reason, like I always just assumed it was Timothy Oliphant, knowing it's Pedro Pascal. And for me, like seeing Timothy walk in in Episode One, I was like full circle right there. <laughs> but then with that layer of Deadwood, yeah, like, him in the weak way, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Which is a big shout out to that, and that's a callback yeah. to Deadwood for the character that he played. Because in The Mandalorian, he plays a character called the Marshal. Yeah. But in Deadwood, he was the sheriff. So it's like it's kind of like Deadwood. that whole thing there. So I I just thought it was perfect casting for Timmy yeah. Timothy Oliphant, and I loved him as the Mar as Marshal. He's he such a good, like, yeah. highly underrated actor too. Oh no, he's great. Yeah, he's so good. Also, too. In um the the show the in Santa Clarita Diet that got canceled on Netflix mm-hmm. yeah yeah he was really funny in there too also too uh, I, I want to start the, I want to start the hashtag uh wish rep uh Ripley because um that's what's going around right now is that uh <laughs> this chick is uh if it's Ripley if you order her on Wish <laughs> the mechanic wow. Yo, I, I feel bad because I, I love Amy Sedaris <laughs> no, she's awesome it's just yeah. it's just funny when I saw that meme I just big she's shout out to her character is badass too in there when she was like, Oh, the kid, like you brought back the kid, they, and she's like they, hugging him and all that. They did a lot of like uh I don't know if it's direct callbacks or Easter eggs or like subtle little subtle nods, but even her um like her poker game is essentially that nod to like uh solo. Yeah. Yeah. Well not like, solo, just but also to, like the Star Wars. Like I, I feel like this season they're really saying we we're pulling from the extended universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throwing in deep cuts, like yeah. even to the stuff that's considered legends, the, yeah, the cuts to that, which I respect because, like, the crate dragon, know. like that call to the crate dragon that we yeah. see, like, that's literally from the Knights of the Old Republic game, 
not just not just nights, but it's also been in like a lot like Tales of Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Oh, like like I have like right over there like the whole stack of books that are no longer canon. But I like that they're. Are you are you thinking that they're gonna because I I know that they've like removed a lot of stuff from what is canon and they're slowly bringing in what they feel like they want to bring in. Do you yeah. think that they're going to like almost retcon a lot of stuff, but like so bring almost bring everything back? Like let's say like they take out a hundred percent of stuff and they bring back fifty five percent with new flavor text. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna just pick and choose what they want that fits into the narrative that they've already established. I I personally, especially seeing Boba Fett in this, I would love love if they even took a fraction of the um, the Karen Travis Imperial Commando series. Like that would just make my heart sing just hearing that because that that deviation is what killed the Clone Wars for me when they got to the Mandalorians and they didn't do that I was like I'm done with this show but mm. and that's what like my theory is like I don't think that's Boba Fett we saw I think Tamara Morrison was possibly playing a different clone trooper but that's well, we, my theory we're, we're not gonna know yet because they been, we're gonna we're gonna get into that in a second yeah. because um yeah it, to get it, it, it's it is some foreshadowing that we have saw well, about Boba Fett but um with the armor and then the reveal at the end but we'll I want to save that nugget for the end but I do want to get into something that I saw that was interesting was that Luke Mando Luke. knows how to speak yeah we lost Lou he's coming back um Mando knows how to speak Tuscan Raider and what I found what was interesting is oh. that they also casted someone to help with sign language yeah. to kind of show that too and create that language which also it shows in episode 2 which we'll get into that as well but I thought that that was awesome with that mm -hmm. whole thing with speaking with the Tuscan Raider, which shows mm -hmm. his versatility, I and then the whole language creation. Because, like, yeah, that, that to me is like this is the closest we're getting in Star Wars now to like Klingon or Dothraki, where there's mm -hmm. a real fleshed out culture. I mean, outside of the Mandalorians in the books, this is the one we've seen on screen where they have a language, they have a culture, and you, if you know, if you can figure out those hand symbols, you could probably understand what they're saying. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I think you know, and I think he did a little bit of it last season but i think it's just great because like we've always seen just tuscan raiders as just cannon fodder just just well indigenous yeah. people to just you know in the, move, in the movies and stuff yeah but in the yeah. comics they really yeah. they there's there's don't don't forget there's darth kriot in like the future series he's a sith lord who was raised by tuscans mm. so it, like that's they, they, you know, like that's another thing where I think they're gonna be pulling some things out. They're gonna be like, okay, these guys have a culture. Let's let's take that culture. They're probably not gonna do the same thing they did in the comics, but the fact that they're even touching on that is awesome. Yeah, no, and I, and I think it's good because um, we're seeing the fleshing out of characters. We're seeing the fleshing out of a universe in mm -hmm. this one show. And we got a lot of the Tuscan Raiders, which I also want to go back on that too, was when we kind of saw that alliance between the Tuscan Raiders and the, the village. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that there was um, a little bit of what we would call racial tension there because they don't speak Tuscan. They think that they're different and, all, and they were like, well, no, you rated our... So there was like a whole like mm -hmm. miscommunication there because they can't speak to each other. Yeah. And he was like, listen, you guys need to calm down. You need to work together. You have a common enemy. Why are you fighting each other? It and also made like that. so much sense for him to speak multiple languages because as per his job description, essentially, yeah. like, that's how he would need to get information. And yeah. like, the mm -hmm. fact that like, he did it where it didn't feel forced. You know what I mean? Where it was like, Oh, you just all of a sudden can speak this language? Not nah, like 
he would be one of those people who knows this language and knew immediately like what he was asking mm-hmm. when he was like, you guys need to work together in order to beat this thing. Like, and it was a tall order because mm-hmm. he knew like that kind of tension, like where they're not very trusting piece of people themselves, you know? Well, don't forget too, like this, think about the similarities between the Tuscans and the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The co- base coverings, the warrior culture, you know, yeah. he's probably got more in common with them than the, than the villagers. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, um, I, I was interested, like how they, they pulled that from real history from like American history, you know? And I, and I think they probably drew on some yeah. fact of like in history that racial tensions happen like that. And yeah. they were like, you know, we got to bring a little bit of reality in this because it, it makes the characters more believable. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that because again, it kind of flushed out the Tuscan Raiders. They're not just raiding you because they're raiding you. Mm-hmm. They actually are people with the language and everything. And I, oh no, you're taking stuff from us. It's because there's just no understanding between the, the different um, races. Um, and they're the natives. They're the natives of Tatooine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be like surprised a- if that's why we're back on Tatooine. They're going to talk about, like, I mean, we're not completely back on it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they bring that up in, in the future series. It's like, this is what Tatooine used to be like, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And that, it's kind of like a... What are, back other, it, than, other than uh, the Obi-Wan show, what else are they trying to do with uh, the, uh, the extended- Oh, they've already, um, because I wanted to get into it, they've already signed on to do a Bubba Fett spinoff. Yeah, I and wasn't sure. If they, I, I was gonna say I wasn't sure because they kept bringing it up and then dropping it, bringing it up and dropping it. I, yeah, if that, that I think they already have that. Because we've how got people the, react. And we've got the new trilogy movie that's being done by. Um, he directed. He directed seven. He directed eight. I forgot his name. David Fincher. Oh, no, uh, he directed episode eight. Ryan Johnson. Right. Yeah. 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 Ryan Johnson. He's in. The, he's going to get his own trilogy. Nice. Um, you know. Um, I mean, honestly, if when it comes to like the extent expanded universe. I know like anything after Jedi is pretty much may or may not probably not gonna happen because there's just so much that happened in the books. But I'm like fair game for everything in the past. Um, yeah. you know, we're getting the new book series. Um, but as long as I eventually get some sort of like rule of two, r- rule of two, Darth, uh, you know, Darth Bane. It happens. Oh good, man. It it's all good. And Darth Bane is canon. Game. Yeah, no, I know Darth Bane is canon. Mm-hmm. Like, but that that trilogy is like my favorite. Darth Bane and uh, Darth Plagueis are my favorite uh, Star Wars books. And now, isn't, um, isn't Revan now canon too? Oh, Revan yeah. is canon too. Yeah. Yes, Revan now, is well, canon. I want to bring attention to the unlucky raider that had to go feed the dragon. Yo, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah. bad, man. Like someone had to do it, but it was. Oh man, that was rough. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. We we would name him Paul for yeah. for for a time being. The nerf ner- 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 one for the team. Ner- <laughs> 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 and I felt I was like, oh my god! It's like it's funny that the, the dragon went straight for him, not even the bad, not even the bad. Yeah. Um, when you got cut out, we were talking about the Tuscan Raiders. What was your feeling with the Tuscan Raiders when they came in and everything and the language talking and all that? Well, I I didn't I don't really know what the background was in terms of like Mandalorian being able to communicate with them, and then I was like, oh what? Oh, they know each other, and then that that whole thing started happening, and I was just like, oh wait, now you got a team, 
Mandalor Mando just quarterback this and everybody's gonna be all right. All right. I just need you. XO over here, everybody's gonna be okay. <laughs> all support. Yeah, yeah. I was I was all with it. I mean, I always love when I see movies where somebody who has the unlikely language that the other person catches up on, they're like, Oh, where do you speak that? Like, yeah, yeah, come on. No, no, no. So I, I always love I've that. Been around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, really, dog? So no, nah, I thought I thought that was cool. Um, I also I also kind of like the the blooper side of things where it's just like, okay, we tried one, let's go with another idea. You know, it's like I think the dragon knows what's up. <laughs> so no, nah, I, I thought it was I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Yeah, but um, that dragon, um, what was it? It was in um. What type? Of, what hole was it in? I forget the creature's name. And again, that's a callback. Snarlax, Snarling, which is a creature that ate Bubba Fett, which again goes back to the whole thing about Bubba Fett. Um, I thought it was interesting too. Is like they really they're really dropping a lot of subtle hints, and they were talking like, what can kill a Sarlacc? Something that can eat the Sarlacc. But then they were also linking to the the fact that the Empire is gone, and something came to fill the vacuum. And I think that's an important hint. Something <clears throat> took out something took out the Empire, the Republic, New Republic. So something came in to fill the vacuum. Same thing with the with the Sarlacc and the Kree Dragon. And I got a feeling they're setting it up for like the big bad for this season is something that's filling a vacuum. Well, what's his face is still the kind of like the big bad. I mean, he's being a big bad on the boys, yeah. and now he's a big bad on Star Wars. <laughs> oh my god. Damn it, John John Carlo. <laughs> Man, so good. Good. Dark saber, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. Like, awesome. I love him. He could, he could be a bad guy any day. I just like, yeah, that's that's valid. Like, I still love you for it. Mm -hmm. It's weirder seeing him do a good guy. I can't remember the last time I've seen him do a good guy though. Uh, he was the magic mirror in um, Shrek? in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, yeah. Once oh, Upon a Time. That's right. Damn. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and then no. and then he was in the show Evolve or Revolution, Revolution, that Revolution yeah. after two seasons where he was on the the bad guy side, and then he switched mm -hmm. to the Revolution side. I think I only um, caught one episode of that. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot, but they came too early. Yeah, but before we get into the final episode uh, review, uh, the reveal at the end of the episode, I want to give a shout out to that callback that they did with um, the Marshall's character when. Uh, the Mando hit the backpack and then you saw it's going out of control, which Yo. is going back to um, Return of the Jedi mm -hmm. when Boba Fett's uh, backpack was cut and it went out of control. I was like, yeah. oh, that's that's <laughs> just, again, that's just fan was, service right I there. I didn't write that. That wasn't me. <laughs> Dude, I was so hyped that like all of like Mando's, uh, all of Boba's uh, equipment like still worked for the most part. I was yeah, like, I guess he even replaced the rocket because you saw he in the flight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they say they, someone pointed out that what happened is if you look at the um backpack where uh they said either Hansel or Luke, I forget who it was that cut the back of the backpack. It was Han. It was it was Han. So they sold they show that it uh if you look closely, it looks like it was mended. Yeah, they, they have like a where little yeah. plate welded. But I'm talking about the rocket. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. because in the flashback, he throws up he launched the rocket, but it's back for them to hit against the great right. So I guess either he he like, he 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 got to hook up with uh, some missiles or something. 
Yeah, hashtag, I mean, hashtag job also from the Bronx. Let's be real. We established that last year. We, oh my god, you just, you just gave me a really cool idea for like hey, Jawas uh, frame. Hey, yeah, you should do you need to have Jawas, you need to put a Honda Civic and you gotta put up the Simba box. <laughs> That's what you need to do. So, like they oh my god, no, it's not wrong. Like, <laughs> That's what they would do. In the comments, prove us wrong. Jawas are from the Bronx 100 percent Yeah. They'll jack your car. Like, you know, yeah. they're the ones stealing radios in the 90s. Like that was Jawas. Yo, whenever I've run a Star Wars game, that's that if we're on tattooing, that's the one you gotta watch out for. So <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, and then it was also I, I I don't know how accurate it was, but I was reading that some people were saying that the uh, the speeder, which was a pod racer, was yeah. like Anakin's pod racer. Really? It wasn't Anakin's directly, but it was very similar to that. It may have been like, it might have been a, like a, yeah pieces yeah, of variation. Yeah. yeah, that I did notice, and I wasn't sure if it was uh, it was a direct callback or it just happened to be a coincidence. But with them, it probably wouldn't be a coincidence because yeah, I think no, uh, Anakin's not. was yellow and this was red. Yeah, yeah, and it also had like the, um, the two thin thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was similar though. It was definitely yeah. similar. Now, now let's get into the reveal at the end because we get actor uh, Mr. Morrison, aka okay. Boba Fett, aka Clone Troopers, aka Jango Fett, AKA made AKA his. Daddy. Oh, <laughs> everything. That man is that man is everything essentially. I, I, I love him. Like even he is like one of the like, the the other good parts of like. Barbed wire. <laughs> How did you all feel with that review? I want to. I want to get everyone's reaction when he came at the end. Oh, I was waiting for it. I was, I was waiting. waiting. For I was it. waiting. Same thing. Waiting for it. Like, cause when they when we when we got the tease with the with the marshal coming up, uh, and then you see that Timothy, you're like, well, that's not Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, he's also too skinny to be Boba Fett. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then when we get the end, you see this person turning around, like. There you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you are. And I was wondering if they were, uh, how they were going to handle it too. And I liked, I like how it worked. What yeah. I'm curious is, is Boba Fett, who showed up at the end of that episode when they were back in Tatooine in season one. You guys remember when they went out yeah, for the, the, with the Spurs and yeah. Um, Ming Na? Yeah, yeah, and like you see like a shadow figure. And there was like another thing is like you know when, when they were sitting on the fire with the, with the raiders, there's one raider who was like kind of sitting away. That might have been him too. Yeah, because he does have the Tuscan Raider stuff on his back. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't catch any of that. I didn't even catch the reveal <laughs> at the end. I was like, I missed that one. Okay, wow. I'm watching both of them again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, 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 I will admit I had to, I did watch the first one twice because my, my wife wanted to watch it so we watched it together. Ah, <clears throat> oh, see, yeah, I got to do that. I had to explain stuff to her. I yeah. was I was honestly looking for um <laughs> uh, for May uh to yeah. show back up again because last we left her she was in the desert, right? Yeah, 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 and, and that shadow yeah. walked up to her, right? right. So yeah. I was I was like, mm, you know, okay. you, know just, you just made me think of something. You know how like at the end of season one. Mando basically puts together his own little band of Avengers. Yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. I'm wondering if Bob was doing his own thing like that. He, ah. He's he's the Nick Fury at the end of the episode. Hold on, Iron Man. <laughs> right there. What, what's the what's the time? If this is in fact Boba, like if he yeah. survived the Sarlacc pit, which if, I'm not completely sure of. But I'm yeah, not, hold on, I'm not sold. But if it is the case, 
what's the time difference between then and now? They well, said, well, point. they said the they said the uh, Mando season one was, I think, five years after Jedi. Yeah. So so uh, 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 Boba would have been in the Starlight Pit with, with for less than X amount of time because you know right. it, the Starlight Pit kills you very slowly. Yeah, yeah. And, like who knows how long it took him to get out if he if he did get out and how long he's been living with the Tuscans. Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe, maybe the Great Dragon ate that same Starlight Pit and that's how he got out. Well, that, that's, that's one theory, but I, I, I really think that that is a clone trooper. I really think that's a clone trooper. Mm. But when's the... Oh, yeah. Would, I'm trying to think. Do we still have clone troopers that far? Yeah. Well, right. that's, that's but, something they've never answered because like in, in the pre-Disney expanded universe, as the clone troopers were thinning out, they started recruiting people. Right. Also, you know? also too, we may get more information regarding that with the bad batch coming out which is uh, another star wars animation series the bad batch yeah it's starring um clone troopers that were known as the bad batch oh which I'm oh that's interesting because it, it sounds i'm wondering if that has if that's like any way loosely related to the karen travis series it might be oh, right. this is, uh february 21st next yeah uh, yeah 2021 yep the Bad Batch, which leads into this next episode, because now we're going to jump into episode two. Um, well, first, I want to, while well, I was touching up on Bad Batch, I want to give a shout out to those who played the Frog Lady in episode two. So the Frog Lady was voiced by, um, his name was D. Bradley Baker, and he's actually going to be in the Bad Batch doing the voices. He was in Star Wars Detours, Star Wars Resistance, SpongeBob, Family Guy. American Dad and Infinity Train. So he did the voice for the Frog Lady. Oh, yeah. Who was in the suit of the Frog Lady was Christy Rizas. Rizas, yeah. She was the same one who did um, Amy from Congo. And uh, she was also the, the body of the dude um, that Nick Nolte played. Um, this uh, I've Spoken guy. Ah, shit. What the fuck's his name? But, um, oh, uh, the. Yeah. The 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 uh, the engineer at the beginning. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna jump into this by opening up this episode before we get into all the nope. Um, the Jawa with the big gun, and he went with a joyride. <laughs> he was not a Jawa. It doesn't matter. He went for a joyride. He, he was a Jawa. He, no, he was he, a, he, he was a renegade Jawa. As um, the in uh, Force Awakens that that uh, on Jakku, it's not a Jawa though. Something else. Everyone thought it was a Jawa by the way he yeah. looked and was with a Jawa, but yeah. It's the Walmart Jawa. It's the Wish Jawa. There we go. There you go. Yes. It's the Wish Jawa. But um, he took a joyride, and it was funny to see the child's reaction when he just looked at um, Mando. It was like, really, dude? Dude, that was overkill. <laughs> Yo, maybe Yoda was an asshole in this episode. Yes. Yo, yes, he Yo, he's the definition of the kid that you're just like, Yo, I just. So, like that was like parenting to the max. Where it was like, yeah, I except your kid is like killing. Another. Oh my god! I love that. No, no. He's like, how many no. did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> he was eating them like Tic Tacs. He's like, <laughs> I, 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 at the end of the episode, just that one. <laughs> oh, what are you <laughs> My son goes. Stop eating the eggs! <laughs> <laughs> I was 
was like, I know, right? Like, don't do it. I mean, I you feel so bad, but you're just laughing because you're just like, yo, like it's, it's Andy Yoda. Yo, it, his Andy Yoda gets away with murder. That's literally what the word. And he will more, I think. <laughs> yo, his savagery was shown at the end of the episode as they're all sitting in the cockpit. And he's looking at the, the mother of these eggs. And then he's like, looks at her, looks back. <laughs> you know, he's just eating everything. Like, even even at the at the nope scene when he just grabs the spider and he's like, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the whole next level. The, the fact that he like, like, he just started, he was like, oh, I can't have those. And just started waddling his little ass mm-hmm. that way. And just, doo, 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 doo. and I'm looking, I'm like, if that's an egg, all of those shits are eggs. Yes. <laughs> Where have I seen this before? Yeah, like <laughs> oddly familiar. Yeah, yeah. I'm in danger. Like, that's, that's it. I believe Sigourney Weaver was in the same situation. <laughs> I, I believe everything in those eggs wants to give your face a hug. <laughs> <laughs> but how hype were you guys to see X Wings? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great. Like, like, even going back, like you, you like. Get two X wings to get pulled up, and you're just like, "What's I'm, gonna?" I'm watching those X. I'm like, "I'm waiting. I'm waiting oh, for the." Flash. Was anyone hearing <laughs> the bad boys? Bad boys. What you gonna do? Song. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, you gotta bust the taillight. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was space great. donuts. Um, but no. Again, we get I'll back. I'm waiting for some call signs. But we get back into they were, they were um, language. They were basically correctly. highway patrol. That's really yeah. what they were. Essentially, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're on the wrong side of the galaxy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even can see you, my face. Stop trying you, to play uh, me. You want to tell me how fast you were going? <laughs> <laughs> we got to run him. Yeah. <laughs> signal life was turned on. What's up? What's going on? You not? Uh... Yo, I, I love how they said, hey, hey, partner. Uh, Switch to channel two. I was like, uh, oh, shit. oh, yo. Once they said that shit, even I was like, I was like, hey, we're gonna see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting how it's like they both banked so that they could get a clear look at him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a, it's really something else when you see the X Wings versus the Tie Fighters because the Tie Fighters don't even give you the dignity. The like, just going to show how, how like, little the Empire cared about their... Yo, seriously. The X-Wings are like, yo, come on, man. Come on, man. I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it, man. All right. I'm going to tase you. You're going to get tased. Oh, my God. Yo. Uh, but we get back into language creation because, again, they are fleshing out this universe that there are multiple languages. And it was just funny to see Wish Ripley talking to the reptile. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, how do you learn that language? If you played frog, frog language, frog language yeah. it was like, they're like they're not even gonna give it yeah. a fucking sex. <laughs> and Professor Mando's like, I don't speak frog. <laughs> He's like, I speak Tuscan Raider. I don't. I don't speak. Frog. He, he, he made like up, seven he things. Up, um, some uh, Hutties. <laughs> He's like, I speak. Yeah. He's like, I speak all the languages where you know I'm gonna have to deal with people. Right. Frog was not really there. If Pedro just threw in some Spanish or something. <laughs> so, um. 
I'm gonna let you guys talk about all the nope in this episode because you know there's a reason why I'm not gonna touch this nope. So you get what was the planet that they specified the planet that they were on that he got like wrecked on? There is like um in the the Star Wars language um Aubert, I forget the name of the, the, the Star Wars language, but there there is a reference to where they might be, but I don't know if that act if they've never confirmed what planet they're on. But it, the theory is that they're on the same planet with in season one that blue dude played by Horatio Sands. Mm. Um, got, yeah, it was like that ice planet. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I mean, if you think, I mean, he wasn't really jumping because he was driving local. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> local, yeah. <laughs> he was jumping the local, the local way. Nothing. Uh, it was like, he was like, I can't go to the hybrid trap. Are you serious right now, fam? <laughs> <laughs> no. And that, that, she, she had to pull out the microphone to tell him, like, yo, you, you need to be bound by your honor. Yo, the fact yeah. that he was like, yo, just like bunk up, go to sleep, get comfortable, wakes up to the to the microphone with the robot. He's like, what are you yeah. doing? You know that thing is a deadly? Like, he's like, yo, you know that thing can kill you? And she's like, it's like I got I don't, this. I don't like, care. You got to get my babies to my baby daddy. Let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because I was wondering if flashback, they referenced that. I'm like, okay, they're referencing that droid. Okay, what, what are they going to do with it? Right. And when they did that, I was like, okay, that is good. That is cool. I'm yeah, surprised he didn't just... Did he have a reason for keeping it? He just I feel like he just keeps everything because you never know. Yeah. You never it's know hashtag, you're using an old droid. Hashtag yeah. Mando Hoarder. <laughs> Pretty oh, much. <laughs> Pretty much. This is the way. Yes. But the, way. the fact that she like gets up and yeah. the baby the whole time is just like. And he's like, what? She she left? He's like. Like I want, I can't wait for the baby's first words. Like I'm going to lose oh, yeah. my Pedro will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if baby Yoda is 50 years old, he will be speaking to he's 100. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, that's right. Right. <laughs> so weird. Oh like, man. What was yeah. it? Yoda? Like what is he? Like eight or eight or nine hundred? I forget. I, I think Yoda dies when he's like like eight or nine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like nine hundred like years. Elf, old. He's like, this, a, like elf years. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> elf years, like <laughs> hashtag yeah, like, space elves. Even even space in elves. the uh, in the the new the new book series, like he's like four hundred because they're showing him as a younger as a younger Jedi master. Wait, which book series is this? The New Republic or the High Republic era that they're doing? Yeah, they're doing because they're never they never really you know they really touch more on the Old Republic because the Old Republic is pretty dope. I, I've been avoiding some of the books mainly because I have so many of the the original books. And I'm like, God, let's just. I'm trying. To, I'm just trying not to hoard too much anymore. There's so many. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't do it anymore. I just kind of. I read the ones that I liked. I was like, if they yeah. did a whole series on Rule of Two and just did all of the Darfs from Darth yeah. Bane all the way, like all the apprentices and how they just killed their masters. I'm like, yep, that's a book series I'm gonna read. Also, <laughs> speaking of apprentices, uh, they got rid of the Unleashed uh, game as canon, right? The new uh, one that just came out. Remember the old uh, Force Unleashed one? I don't. Is Star Killer like no longer canon? <clears throat> uh, uh, well, I don't. I don't know. It's kind of like iffy. Um, but interesting Easter egg in episode one. <clears throat> he was in it. Sam Witwer was one of the guys like Holland's. He was. I did see that in the uh, in the um, in the IMDb, which is why it, it came to mind. I was like, I wonder if Starkiller ever gets mentioned as like a, a thing. I don't think it's. I don't. 
I don't know. I think I don't think they're gonna make it a canon. But um, how did you guys feel about the little uh, call like homage to aliens with the eggs? Oh, it was great. Oh, I, the good. minute you see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what was up. Let's open the scene with that. That she woke up. Like you, you walk into this uh, like cave, and she's in the hot tub. Essentially, she's in a she's in a glorified like hot springs like tub, just like. Oh, la, la, me and my babies. Yo, he's like, what, what kind of bullshit is that? It's like, you're, you're in this life or death situation. You're going to go to the spa. <laughs> She's like, I'm not fixing this ship. I mean, like, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if she was laying more eggs, if that was why she did it. Well, I think, you know what it was? Remember before she took the, um, before she took the droid and used its, its, uh, its translator, she mm-hmm. pointed to the canister so I think she was telling them that the eggs were getting cold. Yeah. Like she was like just trying to get them warm. That she was running out of eggs. And then that's, I think, why she took them to the hot yeah. spring. Luckily, allegedly found a hot spring that was there. You know, plot armor. Um, <laughs> but this is, I have a... <laughs> to, I have and, a uh, to keep the eggs warm. Sorry, yeah. I have a good question for you guys. So Gregory has this question in terms of the show. Like, he has not watched. Um, do you, you need to watch the, any of the movies before watching The Mandalorian? Yes. I, oh, as if you want to get deep into the Star Wars lore, but you can actually just jump on and just enjoy it because it's just one of those shows that caters to new fans, but at the same time gives something for old fans to really yeah. enjoy if they love Star Wars lore. It's that, it's that healthy also, mix of both where yeah. you can get those nuggets but you can enjoy the show from start to finish because it's not like they're just the main points are like the Empire. They may say Jedi here and there. They may say things like that. But the Mandalorian just is by itself beginning to end. I think you know it's a really good jumping off point, especially for people who don't like like the space opera drama of Star Wars, but they want to watch like something that's fun and science fictiony. Uh, the Mandalorian really hits those points, especially with like those Western nods. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I agree. I didn't grow up on Star Wars, and I'm, you know, I just started watching it a little bit because of my son and Mandalorian. So like, I don't have all the all the complete facts, but yeah, definitely this kept it keeps you engaged 100. Well, it's you didn't, it's like you're discovering the Star Wars lore with the Mandalorian because even he doesn't right. know what all that stuff is. So, mm-hmm. but um, like I was gonna say with Greg, we will test you next time we see you. And <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, check out Greg Long on the next yeah. show. But um, yeah, it, it's it's a great jumping on point. You, even <laughs> even like you know, Jess um, she's she wasn't a big Star Wars head, and then she's watching the show and she's enjoying it. Um, again, it is a good jumping on point, and I think again, this show has not. It, it's a good medium where it appeases old fans and it appeases the new fans merges everyone together and gives you something new that we can all enjoy yeah yeah Yeah, and i I like how it explains what you need to know to understand what's going on right now now you know we're all going to dress as mandalorians now (laughs) (laughs) listen i just feel bad for the folks of like so like you've got everyone who kind of started watching star wars and like has been into it and brought down by all the nonsense and then you get like this breath of fresh air with mandalorian and you're like yeah cool this is what star wars could be and then you have someone who's never like really gone to the star wars movies and like had to deal with all the all the arguments we've all had at some point in our lives and you're like oh this is star wars i want to watch all the movies i want to start from the first one and then <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> you know like 
So like the Mandalorian <laughs> is just, painful. <laughs> no, but the Mandalorian is just, just really good. It's just really yeah, well done. And then a lot of love mm-hmm. for the source material and for the world. And it's just, it does its best to stray away from that whole Skywalker thing. Um, that yeah, the Star Wars yeah. movies are just essentially about. Right. And even I'm I'm kind of tired with the Skywalker, so I'm happy to see stuff that's like not <clears throat> part of that at all, you know? Yeah, because yeah, it's such a vast, vast, vast universe. Oh, no, so, I, I, always, I always found the Star Wars universe more interesting than than the movies and stuff. Like, I, like what I used to say to my friends is like, yo, Star Wars is a very rated R world, if you really think about it. And it is much more interesting than what you've seen like you know with like the skywalkers and stuff like that you know like i i just love like that's why i love the novels more than at least well the pre the legacy novels right you get you know i mean more than the skywalkers yeah george is good he you know give him props for what he did i have strong opinions about him but i like the fact that you get with the novels you get good storytellers who make some really interesting tales in this world and like, that's what that's what like I was disappointed with the whole non-canonizing thing. But now with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, I'm like, okay, thank you, I'm I'm back in. Well, yeah. let's let's talk about this. We're gonna talk about this final thing. We're gonna go over is the big nope of the series. I appreciated the big nope of this uh, episode because it was actually what, something. What, what, the little, the mass amount of little babies and the and the creatures, what, or the one big guy. You mean the um, spiders? The the, the, the whole mean? thing. The whole thing. It's just, I, nightmare. I, it's just a nightmare. It's just a nightmare for Sebastian. Yeah, That's all that is. Well, would you rather, real talk, would you rather the group of little ones and medium-sized ones like creeping up on you or the one big one that's three, four times as big as your shit? Little. The big little one. I'd rather none little of them. One. None <laughs> of them. Fuck that do shit. A, do I have a weapon? If I have weapons, no, I'll it, take the big one. It, I don't want <laughs> any of them. One can eat you, and then one of them, no, one can eat you whole, and then all of them, if they gang up on you, they're eating little parts of you. Like, no. Oh, man, no. It's, like the, it's like the copies I mean, from Jurassic Park, man. You have a chance against a T-Rex. You don't have a chance against raptors. And with the compies, you're boned. Ra- raptors are a whole nother level. That's a whole... Those pack tactics, man. That's what Back yeah. up here. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, at the end of the day, I would, I would actually, if if I had a pistol on me, I would take the little ones. No, I would take the little ones. Yeah. Well, not if it's a laser. <laughs> I'm not running out of laser. No, you right? ran out of juice. That's what I'm saying. With the big one, a couple of shots, you're got, It's done. Well, in my Star Wars world, world running out. So, of so by show of hands, we'll ask the audience, you know, to, to comment below. But by show of hands, are you taking the big one? I ain't taking none. I'm okay. taking none of them. That's you guys, a, the, you guys the, are going little guys? The big one, no. the big one was taken guy. out by the X-Wing. By the X-Wing That's because team. he didn't <laughs> see them. If he saw them, he was about to have X-Wing food. He'd be like, oh, there are more food here. Let me go eat that. I'm going to suck him up with that sucker. Listen, 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 listen. That spider thing was scary. But of all the Star Wars monsters I've seen, those fucking Star Wars monsters that Han Solo had in his goddamn ship, I can fucking with those. Which the Minox? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The ones oh, that you yeah. have locked up in the cells. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. Super no. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a spinning car, uh, uh, 
a spinning top of death. Like that's what that was. <laughs> oh, just no. all those red shirts were just getting eaten up. It was just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but I do appreciate the fact that this is that this creature design was an original design for Empire Strikes Back that did mm -hmm. not get used, which yeah. again is wow. a callback to the original Ooh. series, which was pretty dope. Must be on Dagobah. Uh, I was gonna say, what, what are the odds? What are the odds that they're like on Hoth? I think it's strong. I think they. I think it's. I think they were on Hoth. They just never mentioned it. I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna say like, is it out of the realm of possibility? Giant ice planet. We just didn't see any well, other listen. creatures that would confirm, but they well, never. I think the best be real with those spiders is like, um, the the guy who created it. He like he's like they're fungus spiders. So it's anything that has like a moist, dark environment. Cold just could be too, but I mean, like the spring. Think about they could be on on Hoth. Mm. They could be anywhere that really wants really. Listen, he was told to take the cross Bronx. What happened is that he took the cross Bronx, got stuck in traffic. He ended up in Yonkers during the winter time. That's bad, what happened. Bad time. Just a bad time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His tire went. <laughs> he got stuck. Yeah. He Am I the only one who's not originally from the Bronx here? No, you're a Queens boy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm originally born in Harlem, raised in Lower East Side in Brooklyn. So. All right. I spent, I spent a lot of time in the Bronx. I'm practically a resident, but not completely. But I just figured I'd ask. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're, you're from Queens? Yeah, born and raised. Oh, so you've got like the 67th Street on 67th Avenue on 67th Court? Yeah, not that far. Not that far. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the in my window. Okay, okay, okay. Like I remember growing up, I'm like, why is it that we, we don't have a way to get to the Bronx? I got to go all the way to Flushing to get to the Bronx when I can just see it right here. Right there. <laughs> Okay. I'm with you with that. I'm with so we're coming up to the end of the episode. So what I want is to get everyone's feedback of how you guys have felt about so far these first two episodes of the Mandalorian. And what you guys are thinking about going into it, because we still have that same passenger and those same babies mm -hmm. going yeah. into the next episode. Yeah. That's if we still have them same babies going into so the next episode. We'll start we'll start from uh we'll start from Lou, work our way around the horn. Um I'm I mean I'm liking where it's going. I, I I really just love the Yoda the Yoda relationship. I think that's that's like my favorite part of uh, the whole series. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of facts that I don't have that I'm, I'm learning a lot from you guys. Literally, <laughs> no, I'm like writing a lot of this shit. Together. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't even catch that. Hold on. So, so like, uh, yeah, and you know, it's for me, it's really a thing to watch with my son. He loves it. I didn't grow up liking it, so I'm really jumping into it because of him. So I love it. John Favre does his thing, so I, I can't complain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Alex. Yo, I'm a, I'm I'm sold. I'm excited. I'm I'm I've got so much speculation. I'm like, I'm just trying to see what what threads I can pull to find out more. Um I have sure. I I'm waiting to see like because like they've been dropping so many hints about clones and Camino. Something's, mm. something's gonna go on, and I'm hoping. I just, I'm just hoping I get to see clone Mandalorians. <laughs> so. Okay, okay, cool. So, what you got for us? Oh man, I'm, I'm all. I think like everyone said I'm all in. Um, I like, you know, I, I, I'm happy that they're doing. Um, like, I like the, I like the adventure of the day, but I like that they're doing adventure of the day with the interweaving storyline. So mm. I felt like we didn't really get that 
from the first season where like that first middle half, that first middle chunk of the season, it was literally like adventure of the day going to like multiple places. And so we got to, like the last three episodes where everything kind of started to tie together. Mm-hmm. Um, where here it feels like, yeah, they're, 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 they've got a, you know, they're, they've got their things, but there's like a, a story. And that main story is finding other Mandalorians to get the child to its home world. And so we're kind of seeing them go through that with the, highs and lows of whatever we see in that uh you know 45 minutes to an hour and then the fact that the show is 45 minutes to an hour every episode i think is much better than that 30 minute shit we got last year yeah that was really killing me <laughs> but i'm super excited i really can't wait and obviously uh more gene carlo esposito because you know can't have enough yes i'm here for all of it like these guys said uh i'm loving the theories like alex i'm I don't want to. I don't want to like dig too deep because I. I don't want to like become that person who's like, oh, why didn't they do this? Oh, the, I'm just gonna take it for what it is. Enjoy it. Be surprised and like, honestly, John Favreau at this point can do no wrong. Like, do absolutely no wrong right now. I'm here for all of it, except Lion King. <laughs> Listen, you're, you're allowed one. And to be fair, if if Lion King was his only one. I'm yeah, just, I'm just gonna yeah, sit I'm here not, and drink my water. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of anything that John Favreau did that I did not like because I didn't it's see Lion King. It's, uh, it's very rare. It's very rare. It's very rare. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, it's very rare. He, well, he, he did Iron Man two and one. I don't think he did three. So I don't think he did. Not, two is a bit of a lame duck, you know. If you compare anything, I loved one. Yeah, Iron Man yeah. one is yeah. just that was a foundation. Too fun. Too fun. Seabass, take us out. I'm going to take you guys out. But first of all, what we want to do right now is that we got two great gentlemen here who I want to help plug their stuff. So we're going to start with Lou Sai first. Lou, again, tell everyone about the album. Please tell them. Yes. No, no, no. Please go out, check out the album, The Agenda by Lou Sai. You can find it on all your streaming platforms. Um, Please enjoy it. And, you know, definitely be safe, y'all. Link is in the description. Alex. Right Hit us there. with your what you guys are working on the <laughs> Kickstarter. Please go ahead. Yeah, no, please, please give us, yeah, give us whatever support you can. If you can't throw some money down, please share it. I we have this sneaking suspicion that social media will not share our stuff for free. And we, you know, we 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 rely on our fans and friends. Um, definitely share it if you can, throw some cash if you if you got it. And if you want to see anything cool. Hit us up on social media. Hit us up through the Kickstarter. If you want to see me do any custom artwork, put that in there too. And if you want this Yoda that Disney has given me a cease and desist for, hit me up on my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So guys, oh, man, I love it. Nice. So for Baby Yoda, hit up Alex for his Baby Yoda uh, designs. Make sure you guys check out the Kickstarter for the Ascendant issue number four. Um, again, they have some push goals that are up there for all new. Sus- uh, Kickstarter backers. Um, again, we want to thank everyone who came on the feed today to watch us talk about The Mandalorian. So every Tuesday, we're going to be here doing recap episodes, but Nerds Around will be live on Tuesdays. New recorded episodes will drop every Friday, every Saturday. Make sure you also um, look up on your favorite podcast apps such as Anchor and Spotify the for Cascade. the Medusa's Cascade, the Embion D&D um, podcast um, put together by me, Tony, Law, everyone, game. the Beyond team, Tommy, give a shout out to everybody. Tommy, um, the engineer, yeah. 
the the, the mad DM. Man, the DM, the, the DM. engineer, the 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 brains of this outfit. <laughs> so this has been your boy Sebastian. It's your boy Law. And your boy Tone from across the hall. And everyone yep. have a beautiful night and stay nerdy. Yeah. Stay nerdy. <laughs> woo, woo.